We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> It may be the nighttime, but the sports talk doesn't stop. Sports talk radio that's live, local, and not for the faint of heart. Oh, you didn't know? Sometimes angry. Loud noises! Telling it like it is. You insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. And pretty much always right. Don't ever argue with the big dog. Big dog is always right. Text or call 404-741-0929 and be part of the show. Well, we're waiting. Live from the Kia Studios, it's time for the John Chuckery Show. Serving you up sports on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The Hawks aren't even interesting enough to be mad at. I feel like a house cat when I watch the Hawks. Declawed, broken spirit. Dribble in for Chuckery. Same refrain last night. You know what a Hawks game is? If you took a conglomeration of an entire season so far, it's just lather, rinse, repeat. You win one, lose two, you might win lose, you might win two, then you'll lose three. 114-105, the final last night. Hawks are now 19 and 22, on pace for 38 wins. It's true. I find them not interesting enough to even get mad at. Now I look at the Hawks with kind of this indifferent eye roll. That's how I view this team right now. And it's a typical refrain. Their entire season, if you look at the box score from most of these games for the 19 and 22 Hawks who are on pace for 38 wins, it's the same common refrain over and over. Bad first quarter, pretty good second quarter, great third quarter, then a crappy fourth quarter. That's what it boils down to. So this is a team I had high high hopes for this year. I was thinking, oh, wow. You bring in Murray, you got Trey, you got John Collins. You got Clint Capella. Well, no, we we never seem to have Clint, Clint Capella. I was thinking, maybe a top four seed. In the Eastern Conference, no, not the case. All right, let's cue. I think I've heard these exact same sound bites from Nate McMillan after every loss. It's like I said, why doesn't he just come out? Why does he even have to be there? Why don't we just have a hologram 
of Nate McMillan saying the same stuff after every freaking game. You don't even need that, Rob. You can just have a recording. Just have a recording. Get an old-school cassette recorder and just play the tape. You know, we've had success against that team uh, this season, and uh, you knew that they were going to come out with urgency. So it's not so much uh, our guys didn't, you know, uh, come out with that urgency. Sometimes the opponent is just playing better, and I thought they, uh, they did play better. Uh, in that first half. Urgency is a word that I don't normally attribute to the Atlanta Hawks. I, I, the words I, I attach to the Hawks are passive, um, lack of urgency, lack of caring perhaps, clearly lack of passion. That, that, that's definitely. Oh, but guess what? In another, this is like the third time, fourth time I've, I've heard Nate say this after a loss. I saw a lot of fight in our guys, um, you know, to be down 24 points and to fight your way back, uh, eventually take a lead uh, in this game. I thought uh, our guys, uh, the second half came out and, uh, you know, tried to win this game. Yeah, let's just have a Nate McMillan hologram. I want the hologram, actually. And have the same sound bites. Oh, and wait, there's more. We didn't finish. You know, <laughs> they, they did a better job of finishing. Um, we got a two-point lead late in the game, and they made some uh, timely threes uh, to kind of stretch that lead to uh, eventually take the game. <laughs> I'm not trying to crap on Nate. I like we didn't Nate. finish. I know, Nate. I know. I know. I'm always accused of finishing too early, so I, I understand. But Lord have mercy. I mean, I am so sick of this. You don't understand what I've been through with this Hawks team for all these years. The Pete Babcock administration, one of the nicest guys in the world, but he made bad choice after bad choice as a Hawks GM. And to his credit, he would always go on local radio and just have the host crap on him for the bad decisions he made, but he was He's a very regal gentleman, extremely likable, but inept at his job. I mean, I, I endured a lot of bad basketball in the 70s, had that brief era between, what, 86, 88 under Mike Fratello, and they pushed Boston to the limit. The 90s were a nightmare for the most part until the latter part of the 90s when Lenny Wilkins came in, and, you know, we, we would, we'd get into the playoffs and – Probably lose the first series. And the thing about Lenny Wilkins is he was so far into his career, he had his golf clubs ready to go after every practice. And I know this is a new ownership, new administration, but it seems like the same nonsense still applies. I feel like I'm, I'm almost in this, uh, I wouldn't say abusive relationship because I don't want to cheapen that notion, but it's almost like a loveless relationship. Hawks, I love you. Why can't you love me back? Hawks, I want to be intimate all the time, but but you're frigid. It's a, it just sucks. It just sucks. I mean, I just sit there and endure. I mean, the Hawks' draft history is nightmarish, to say the least. It's been talked about a thousand times. We could have had Chris Paul, but nah. Get me Marvin Williams. We could have had Rudy Gay. We could have had Rondo. We could have had J.J. Redick. But no, Sheldon Williams is the future. And then we have this P. 
pasty, translucent ginger by the name of Adam Keith that we drafted. Let's go way back. We could have had Chris Mullen. We could have had Carl Malone. Joe Dumars. Detlef Shrimp. No. Get me John Conkak. He's the answer. I mean, my God. What is it going to take? I like this lineup. I know injuries. I know blah, blah, blah. I've seen, I've seen the, the metrics. I've seen the algorithms. I've seen the whole thing. Yes, when the starters are on the floor together, they're actually top 10 in efficiency. I don't care. You're 19 and 22. You're on pace for 38 wins. Guess what? 38 wins in an 82-game season, that's under 500. That's three games under 500. Why? After we almost got to the mountaintop two years ago. And now it's just been this steady, annoying decline. It's been this hamster wheel of mediocre suck. We didn't finish. I know, Nate. We got to finish, Nate. We have to finish. How do you feel? I'm going to take some calls right now. I I want to open up the phone. I want to see how you guys think. I'm just, I'm indifferent now. That game that I, I did, when, uh, I, I filled in for Carl Dukes. Me and Mike did a show at a State Farm before the Brooklyn game. And that was after that. I go back to it. Oh, and guess what? They're going back to Indianapolis to take on the Pacers on Friday night, tomorrow night. That game just, my mouth filled with bile watching that game. I was sitting in my favorite watering hole, having a few beers. And then the more I watched that game, I started ordering Clorox. Just give me a shot of Clorox. And that handgun behind the bar, give that to me, too. Why not? I mean, it's absurd. Where is the urgency? Tony Ressler, you said you said you wanted to spend money on this team. Now it seems like you have this aversion to the luxury tax. What is going on? And all the stuff behind the scenes. Trey was out sick last night. Okay. I think the most... For the longest time, the most dangerous phrase in sports, Michael Jordan with flu-like symptoms. That means he's going to go out and score 50. He closed out the Jazz in 98 for his final title with flu-like symptoms. I don't know how sick he was. I don't want to take that lightly. Maybe he's sick as a dog. But the calf injury also, I just don't see any urgency. And I guess I'm just too old school. The guys I grew up loving. They wouldn't sit out a game if they were sick. Kobe Bryant, if he had an artery wound, he'd still play. And, again, I don't want to sit there and question that too much, but I guess I am because I just want good things for this team, and I'm sick of watching it. It's just getting on my last nerve. Michael Jordan with flu-like symptoms, the most dangerous phrase ever uttered in NBA history. And like I said, Kobe Bryant would play with an artery wound. If Larry Bird had to have a foot amputated, he'd be out there. Isaiah Thomas, he could have a, a fork sticking out of his neck. I'm playing. I'm playing. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Let's go to Chris in College Park. Chris, thanks for calling. Rob, see ya. Hey, buddy. How you doing tonight, Rob? See I, I, I'm a little pensive, my friend. I, 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 I sense that. Uh, and, and I really love listening to you, man. I share a lot of the same sentiments with that, that you share when it comes to the Hawks. 
Uh, I'll start with Trey and then get to the team and, and finish up right quick with the coach. I mean, ever since Trey, I mean, loved when we drafted him, felt he was great for the city, enjoyed fell in love him. With him. Fell in love with him. Uh, love, fell in love with him. Right. Came out of Oklahoma like, this is it. You know what I mean? Chip and, on and his shoulder. Like, right, right. But the um, the stench of him lately is not um, odorific. Uh <laughs> He's become he's got yeah he, he, you bring out the best of me he's he's become pouty petulant he he's becoming cancerous and I said this cancer becoming that way to me and I said this to Freaky um, earlier uh, this year he's becoming more Kyrie Irving in leadership than when we compared him to Steph Curry and 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 then I'll, I'll give examples the ex- example when he said last year like the regular season isn't important. That was killer. That was like salting the earth. And I don't think we've ever recovered or the locker room or Nate and them have ever recovered from that. Uh, The second thing, too, with, you know, him not missing the game, that's Kyrie Irving type stuff. Like, I'm not going to play. And then the flu, like, come on. So I think – and he's not the only problem, but he's the most highest paid player. He's the leader. Right. and, and, And that stuff, you know, ripple effects. The rest of the team, I think, is getting a little weary of him, and they can't find their way because that stuff splits the locker room, and Nate can't get all these guys in one direction. And lastly with him, I think he's fed up, man. Like, he puts on a good front. He's trying to do his job. He's old school. But I really believe, like, if they fire him or let him go, he's going to be like, thank you. Can I please clean out my desk? Have a good one. (laughs) Thank you, man. Excellent call, Chris. I know. Nate be – you know what it's like? Um, I remember, and this is what I'm going to compare it to, Nate with that, uh, Chris with that thing about Nate. I remember I was in this really long relationship with this, one, with this woman in college and right after college. She was wonderful. It just wasn't, she wasn't my person. And when she broke up with me, I was like, yes! Yes, somehow the clouds lifted. That's how I think Nate will feel. Oh, I want to talk to Stakey. What what you got, Stakey? I'm fed up, brother. You know, I almost started to shed a tear. That's how much I appreciated what I just heard coming out of Buckhead on a very calm Thursday night. (laughs) And you got me so fired up because I'm not – what you said about (laughs) – I especially like the fork sticking out of your neck if you're Isaiah (laughs) it. But but I tried to – I tried to articulate that this morning, and you did it so much better than I did. I grew up on Larry, Michael, Charles, Magic, Isaiah. Like, forget about load management. Like, if they had 103 fever, it's just a matter of, am I playing 46 minutes or 32 minutes? Thank you. And to to walk into a game last night when Giannis is there and ESPN is there and it's sold out, you only have so many signature games on the calendar. Right. Bucks come in, Celtics come in, Lakers come in. Like, you know, so unless you are COVID, which means you can't show up, or you are just absolutely not functioning, not able to tweet during the game, and not even able to be on the sideline. Listen, the narrative is taking course, but I appreciate what you said. I don't like to be that guy. I love the NBA. I love John Morant, and I love Jokic. You know, Jokic, and I love I love the the young stars, uh, and Jason Tatum. 
But it did make me think of the 80s and 90s when I saw Trey Young not show up at the game last night. Man. Trey, thank you. Trey. <laughs> Steak, thank you so much, brother. I really appreciate that. I, I appreciate no, you calling You're in. right on point. You're right on point. I'm an Atlanta native. I mean, I just, I I'm an Atlanta native. I, I just I want gonna, my teams to thrive. I was going to drive there and hug you, but I thought that would have been weird, especially if I didn't tell you why. Oh, I, I would have grabbed your cute butt, Steak, if you hugged me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm going to buy I, – I owe you a steak dinner. I owe you a steak dinner after that. that I, was, I look forward favorite, to that. What's, what's your favorite side dish? Cream spinach, Brussels sprouts, uh, twice-baked potato. What's your favorite oh, side dish? The twice-baked potato is key. Twice-baked is key. Nothing healthy about that. Once it's twice, it's not healthy once. No. Once it goes twice. It's it's not a good thing. Thank you, buddy. Hey, thank you, Stakey. <laughs> that's the that's the ultimate validation there, Steak Shapiro. The Steakhouse, by the way, every morning nine to eleven. But I mean it though. It's just uh, it's very frustrating. We're gonna come back, take your calls. Are you as fed up as I am? Actually, not fed up. Indifferent. I don't I don't love you. I don't hate you. I nothing you. Triple in for Chuckery. Sports Radio 1990 Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back to more John Chuckery. He's in the zone. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Well, we're focusing on my eye-rolling indifference to the Atlanta Hawks. Like I said, they've treated me like I feel like a house cat now. Declawed, broken spirit. And that's where we are right now. We're going to rifle through some calls and uh, let's take the temperature of the fan base. Let's go to Charlie up in Ackworth. Charlie, thanks for listening and calling, my friend. What's on your mind? Hey, I feel your pain. Uh, it's it come to no surprise, though, that what we are witnessing here, and I am a season ticket holder, is Nate 4.0, okay? This is exactly what happened to him in Seattle. He started out with a bang and then flamed out and got fired. Same thing happened in Portland, and same thing happened in Indiana. And what happened here? He got the job midstream. He worked his ass off, coached his ass off, got us to the Western or Eastern Conference Finals, and got paid. And now he's back to being – and you're exactly right with the hologram. I, I'm so sick of it. It's, it's like It's like – you know, we didn't. We came out flat. We had no energy. 
well, look at look at the way he's he, – there's no passion. There's no passion from the coach. And I'll tell you what I would do right now. Don't wait till the end of the season. Can him now and go get Emmy Udoka, okay? Enough is, time has passed. Let's go jump on that guy, and he'll get the get us playing like we should. I appreciate it. I, I wouldn't disagree with that. I know that was uh, kind of tawdry, what happened up there in Boston, but from my, my understanding, it was consensual. We didn't finish. I know. Well, he did up in Boston. <laughs> Numerous times, obviously. Let's I'm go. always accused of finishing too early. <laughs> it happens, you know. Let's go to Owen in Southwest Atlanta. Hello, Owen. Hey, man. How you doing? Oh, Owen, um, I don't know, just, man. I, I hear it in your voice, too, I'm brother. Just, yeah, I'm just going to say this. I'm a season ticket holder, just like the guy just got off the phone. And, man, I used to be excited going down there to watch the games. Now, I'm like, it's like I, I don't I don't I don't wanna go. I don't know if I should renew my, my oh. package now the way they're playing. Oh. But I'm gonna say this and I don't mean to be real hard, but we got a clusterfuck here. Oh, bye bye. Really hey, do. Dump dump. He he said uh did we get that in time? He called it a cluster. Rhymes with puck. <laughs> I hear you though. Did you hear that resignation in his voice? Do you hear that, Tony Wrestler? We had Charlie and Ackworth, a season ticket holder. We had Owen in Southwest Atlanta. He sounds so deflated. Do you hear that? That's the common thing. Owen basically said, I used to be excited to go to games. Now it's almost like a burden. What's well, like with me last night, the Bucks game? It was like a burden to check in on that game to see what's going on. It's a burden now. It's an annoyance. Let's see what uh, Yassine has to say in uh, Norcross. Yassine, what's going on? What's going on, guys? Talk to me. Honestly, my whole view on this ball club is one word, limbo. We're in limbo. We have no leadership structure at the top. We have a coach who peaked out. We have a superstar who's being a prima donna. It's just everything's all over the place. Now I understand why people become fair weather fans is because of organizations like us. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant point. Thank you, Yasin. Well, that's true, though. You had a lot of uh, experienced people in the front office left for greener pastures. Now you have a lot of young, inexperienced people. Doesn't mean they're not talented. They're just not sophisticated in the ways of the NBA. And Landry, the GM, he's 33. I don't know what he can do or what, what he can end up being. He certainly sounds very sharp, went to Stanford. I understand all of that. But right now it just seems like a rudderless ship. Just uh, circling. Just this rudderless ship just going in circles. It's, um, it's just uh, it, it's painful. And now, you know, with the Braves winning a World Series and the Falcons, I think, are trending way up, if you ask me. It remains to be seen, certainly, but I think they are. They certainly play with, with a lot more passion than the Falcons do. And passion, don't overlook that. I wish these guys would play like the notion that, wow, look at me. I get to play in the NBA. I am the 1% of the 1% of the 1%. It could all be taken away from me tomorrow. Catastrophic injury, illness, anything. How about a little gratitude for your blessings and station in life? Now, we we all could use that. I'm guilty of that as well, but good Lord. It could all be taken away from you tomorrow. Why not be full throttle, 
passion, a refusal to lose. See, that's what you want from your quote-unquote superstar. We've seen it in the, in, the, in the past. Superstars refuse to lose. Hop on my back. I'm going to lead you. I will drag you. I will drag us across the finish line. We ain't losing tonight. And I don't care if it's a December 5th game or a March 31st game. We need that. Where is that? There's no will. There's no want to. Let's go to Danny and LJ. Danny, what's going on? How, how's the night up there in the mountains? My biggest problem is everybody wants to be a prima donna. Um, write them a big check, and they just do whatever they feel like. Um, Nate's not the problem. It, it, it's the sorry attitude of the players that are playing for him, supposed to be playing for him and for the city. And that's where we are. Just write them a big check. And we'll see what happens. All right, Danny. Have fun up there in the mountains. Beautiful elegy. Yeah, it was just tough to watch last night. It's the common refrain every game. You start off poorly. Yes, Bucks came out with more urgency. I understand that. Second quarter, you're a little better. You usually have a good third quarter than the fourth quarter. Well, we didn't finish. But I saw some fight in this team late. We didn't finish. Yes, I know, Nate. You saw some fight, too. Like I said, we need the Nate McMillan hologram. And just to just have these things queued up and ready to go, the common same refrains over and over and over. I saw a lot of fight in our guys. I know you did, Nate. Yes, I know. I know. I'm having to fight through this show just to have to talk about the sorry state of this mediocre team that seems to be in this unending purgatory. It's this hamster wheel. it's, It's absurd. Where is the fight? Where is it? I'm not seeing it. At least you could do that. Say what you will about the Falcons. They fought every damn week. They heard about how, well, they're going to win two games this year. They fought every damn week like dogs. Eight of their ten losses by one possession or less. Played with some urgency. You know what we need to do? We need, to let, we need to get Grady Jarrett to walk in there with a tennis racket and start smacking people around. Talk to Grady. That's who you need to talk to. We need Grady Jarrett in that locker room. Hell, we even, even need Stetson Bennett's in that locker room. I want Grady Jarrett to walk in the Hawks locker room with a walking tall stick from the movie. Is that what it's going to take? All these games are so winnable, but you just don't seem to want to win them. Don't care. As long as the commas are in the check, as long as the checks don't bounce, it's absurd. Why the hell can't we win anything in the NBA in this town? Charlie in Athens, what do you got? Hey, my mindset right now on the Hawks, personally, I'm not giving up on them. We're 19-22. and I felt like we felt the same way in 2021, if you guys remember. I know it's a totally different ball club, but I'm not giving up. We're ranked ninth in the East. I'm sticking it out. I know it sucks. We're not, we're not doing too great, but I'm sticking it out. In 2021, I saw an amazing run. I still think we got it in us to make a run. I ain't giving up. Go Hawks. Well, thank you, Charlie. Oh, I'm not giving up. I never have. I've stuck with this team for 40 years. I saw a lot of fight in our guys. I know, uh, I know Nate. I know. Just got to finish, though, right? 
Let's go to Joe in Dawsonville. Let's go to Hey, hey, man. You know what the solution is? The same as we did last time. Fire the coach, shake it up, get Emi Adoka to get some revenge on the East, and we're going to rock because they're going to have to impress the new coach, and he's going to be coaching to save his job as well. So uh, we need to shake it up. It's time. All right. We're going to come back. We're sticking with this. Is it time to just blow it up? Let's get Adoku in here. I'm okay with that. He does not deserve a lifetime ban, a lifetime sentence. We've all made mistakes. We're all wretched, impulsive sinners. None of us are beyond reproach. Now, if he duplicates the behavior and does it again, well, goodbye. But, my God, second chances. Every one of us in our lives have got second, third, and fourth chances we didn't deserve. But yet we get all sanctimonious when it comes to someone else and their transgressions. Come back, take your calls about my indifference to the Hawks, and apparently you're growing indifference with them. more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Well, I'm trying to come out with some urgency. I'm going to try to finish strong. I'm going to try not to be flat. I'm always accused of finishing too early. <laughs> Rob Dribble in for Chuck. Taking your calls on the state of uh, the Atlanta Hawks, our flaccid, flightless Hawks. And it's getting uh, more and more annoying to watch. It's the same thing every night, it seems like. The same thing. And it boils down to one thing. I think just lack of passion. We didn't finish. I know. I know, Nate. Got to put some pressure on them, too. Get more aggressive. Hey, let's go to Matt out there in uh, Carrollton, home of the West Georgia Wolves. What's going on, Matt? G graduate right here. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I think we can we can say that talent's there. I think we are a talented. I think team. it I think is definitely. Yes, Nate's not getting he's not getting the most out of talent, but he, I mean, we're we're handcuffed with John Collins. I mean, we're we're paying him one hundred twenty five dollars. Hundred twenty five million. He's a professional lob catcher. He does nothing else. He gets outworked on the boards every single night. Uh, I thought DJ was going to help us. He was going to be that guy, that dog. I think he's got a lot of dog in him. Trey's unbelievably talented offensively. He's just he's just kind of a pouty baby. He gets in his feelings too much. He's not a leader. Um, we just don't have that veteran leader. I think Capella can kind of be that guy and kind of is that guy, but again, he's he's just filled with injuries. We just don't have, we just we just don't have the leadership, and it, and it has to start with Nate. Hey, let's get the Celtics guy, the old Celtics coach. I'm oh, not going to try to pronounce his name, but let's let's get him, man. He, I think he's the guy for us. I appreciate you. Yeah, Doka. Yeah, a consensual relationship with a staffer frowned upon, cheated on Nia Long. I don't know. That shows a question questionable judgment, I guess, because <laughs> she's she's adorable. But um, why not? And I, I don't like to get on here and run coaches out of town, being all self-important, you know, being that guy. I, I don't like to do that, but I just like results for my team. And I, I come from a place of legit love for my local franchises. So if, if I say something like that, I mean it. 
I'm not trying to be – I'm just not trying to be Mr. Hot Take. I'm not trying to be that sort of way at all or controversial. But certainly something has to give. I mean, I don't want to blow this thing up. And I, I don't completely agree with you, um, Matt, on uh, John Collins. If John Collins gets – if they involve him in the offense, Dylan – you came up, it was uh, Bo Johnson. Uh, no, no, what, Caleb was, uh, Johnson. Caleb Johnson came yes. up with a stat. 10 to 15 shots. If John Collins yep. can get 10 to 15 shots, the Hawks are 10 and 3. Well, how many shots did he yep. have last night? Is it 10 and 4 now? That's the question. Good question. <laughs> All right, let's go to Kyle up in Alpharetta. Kyle, what's going on up there up 400? What's up, guys? Just some rain. Um, I just want to call in and say that I think anyone who's blaming the players and saying that they don't have any mo- motivation, I think they couldn't be more wrong. I think um, that's the entire purpose of the head coach is to motivate players and get them ready to play every single day. They come up, keep coming out flat every single time. Um, they have no offensive or defensive sets at all. It's just Trey and Bogey just shooting up shots every single chance they get. And it's hard to watch. And uh, Nate's got to go, and I don't even think you can evaluate the – talent on the team right now as long as they still that coach i appreciate you kyle well I, I disagree with you it's not the coach's job to motivate yeah partly it's a player's job to motivate themselves how about just a, a sense of pride a sense of you know being a competitor i'm not going to let you beat me tonight oh you're going to get this rebound you're going to have to peel that ball away from my cold dead hands it's up to the players to motivate themselves i mean good lord but I appreciate your call. Let's go to Dwayne up in Jasper. Dwayne, what's going on? Not much. Just hit, listen to all the commiseration going on. This is <laughs> this was an exciting start to a season to see the first few games, how they played and how they met. Right. The, the message hasn't changed. Nate hasn't changed. But it looks like we need a few grown men professional basketball players to show up rather than a bunch of boys who want to, you know, like, one caller said earlier, getting their feelings every time something goes wrong. All right, I appreciate your call. Is that oversimplifying? I just don't think it is, judging from body language, level of effort. I mean, I could sit there and watch a game and gauge the level of engagement of the guys on the floor, how much urgency they conduct themselves with, how aware they are. Let's see what D in Atlanta has to say. Hello, D. Hey, what's happening, Rob? What's on your mind, man? Long, long time resident of Atlanta, ticket, season ticket holders of many franchises. Love my Hawks. Me too. The problem that I see with the Hawks, and it's been said, it's a DNA issue, man. Oof. Um, these guys are not mentally tough at all. I look at the team in terms of how they respond when things are not going their way. I'll say um, DeAndre Hunter's one. They're not a physically tough team. And I remember Charles Barkley said something at the beginning of the season when he was talking about the different teams. He said that you can tell me about all the teams that have talent, but it's the intangibles that's going to win you a title. And the Hawks just do not have it. Apathy has set in with me. I don't even know when they're going to play the next night because I'm not interested. I can watch them if they gave effort, just like I watched the Falcons, because I feel like if they give effort, as they say, so you're saying I have a shot. There's always a chance you can win. But I cannot stand it when professional athletes do not give effort, night in and night out. That's the quickest way to make me be turned off from you as a team. I love my Hawks, but right now they don't have the leadership. 
I don't even know who Landry reports to anymore because Slink was the president of operations, which means is he reporting in to Tony Wrestler? I mean, where are people in there to help make the hard decisions that need to be made? I'm so over this team until they start giving 100% effort night in and night out. If you lose, you lose. Yep. I but appreciate you. Entitlement, I can't deal with. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I, it seems to everybody echoes my sentiment. We have heard from almost a dozen season ticket holders, and one said, it's getting to where now I dread going to the games. I mean, you're, you're breaking the uh, spirit of this fan base. You had so much goodwill built up two years ago after that run, and it's just been eroded ever since. That place was electric. State Farm still has some electricity in it from time to time, but it's not as commonplace now. It doesn't seem like the event it once was because the product isn't as sexy now. It's like the uh, the gorgeous man or gorgeous woman. They just let themselves go. They put on weight. The hygiene disappears. They don't bathe anymore. That's what the Hawks is. That that gorgeous human being that's just kind of let themselves go is what it seems like. And the diminishing returns and the effort on the floor. Tony Wrestler, I, I wish you were listening. There's probably no way in hell you are. But you were you were hearing from a very weary fan base. Very weary. And guess what? They will take their money and they will go elsewhere. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at I'm gonna buy a 40 game Braves season ticket package. I'm gonna I'm start looking into the uh looking into the Falcons a little bit. Hmm. Oh, Brent Key at Georgia Tech? Well, we'll see what's going on there. Because guess what? Disposable income ain't what it used to be with inflation. You have to take that into account. I mean, good Lord. I bought, what, I bought 10 things at the grocery store last night. I was going to cook dinner for my girl. $75. Wow. I was going to say 50. Five years ago, it would have been 45. Crazy. Yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's tangible. So, okay, keep trotting out that product. This fan base will turn their back. Not necessarily turn their back, but they won't be as interested. It'll be a tepid interest, not the passionate, engaged interest we had two years ago. Richard in College Park, what you got? Good afternoon, fellas. Yes, sir. Hello. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah you know, I, I agree with some of the callers. I think it is time for Nate to go. One, the one constant since he's been the coach with the Hawks, the fourth quarter, they always just either they let a game get out of hand or they, they have the lead and lose it. That, that's coaching. I don't care what about Prima Dunn. It's Prima Dunn is all over sports, so that's not an excuse. I think, and the guy from Boston, I think he would be the right coach for them because he don't he don't take no junk, even though he got in some mess. But he actually prove he can coach. I know he'd be hungry to coach, and that's so that's what the wrestler need to do right now before somebody does grab him. Thank you, sir. I appreciate your call, Richard. Thank you very much. That sounds like an old wizened man calling us. I'm not saying old, but older wizened man. I appreciate your call, Richard. What about Aggie baby in Atlanta? What up, Aggie baby? <laughs> Aggie, baby, I'm present. I'm in Atlanta right now as you speak, born and raised, and I want you to bury me in Atlanta at the state capitol. I am here. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay, what else you got? Is that all you had? You just want to be buried? You're making funeral plans on no, the show? No, not only okay. that. Okay. I wish Trey Young was buried here as well, but he doesn't um, act like he don't want to be here. So the thing is, if you don't want to act like you want to be here, bro, you got to get the fuck on. I mean, I'm sorry. Oh, Clint. That's the second F-bomb tonight, man. We're, we're cooking. Am I getting people so fired up they're cursing on the show? <laughs> I like the passion, though. 
you were seeing an angry, frustrated fan base. Enthusiasm waning. I mean, I'm sorry, but with this with this lineup, the way it looked coming into the season, 19 and 22, on pace for 38 wins, that's unacceptable. It should be unacceptable in that locker room. It should be unacceptable to Tony Ressler. I hope the rumors aren't true. You told me to my face a few years ago, I will write the checks, whatever it takes to put a winner. Now you're worried about the luxury tax. But he might, some ha- he might have some financial realities I'm not aware of, so it's his team, he can do what he wants. But I got to tell you, if you start getting a little cheap with the purse strings, well, you're going to have an empty building. Let's see what a Donovan in Atlanta has to say. Hello, Donovan. Oh, we're going to have to let you go, Don. I can't even hear you. Let's go to Trent. Let's go to Trent in East hey, Atlanta. Hey, man, how you doing tonight? What's going on? What's happening yes, over there in East sir. Atlanta Village? Yes, sir. You're, you're preaching the truth tonight, I'll tell you that. But hey, I, I think I echo a lot of Hawks fans. Just disappointed and sad. We love them and hate to see the lack of effort and just all these rumors going around just is disappointing, you know, and I'm n- I'll never turn my back on them. Um, but it's just, it's tough to watch. It's getting to where you don't even want to watch the games. Cause you know, in the fourth quarter, something right. bad's going to happen. All right. Thank you, Trent. Yep. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And, and guess what? I'm not some guy. Oftentimes in this market, Guys move into the city from out of town. They start crapping on the team with a bunch of ad hominem nonsense. No, I've, I've covered them for almost 30 years, been going to games for more than 40. I am, I'm about as Atlanta as Atlanta has ever atlanta It's true. And when I criticize, I do it with love out of frustration because I've been with you. I've been with all of y'all, the Hawks, Falcons, Braves, Chiefs. Atlanta United, Georgia, Georgia, all of you. Georgia State, all of you. I'm with you all the time. And our West Georgia Wolves when your time Braves as well. Damn right. <laughs> Wore the uniform, my friend, as a proud, mediocre left-handed pitcher back in the day. But yeah, I'm not a guy coming from out of town just crapping on you. Just for clicks. Just to be a provocateur. I'm not trying to be a provocateur. I feel what I'm saying. And it's happened, even at this station, some of the toe tags that have been hired here in the past, they come into this town, they just start crapping on our teams. And that's fine. There's room to be criticized, but they don't feel it the way I feel. I'm sincere when I do it. I'm not performing right now. I'm, I'm frustrated. All right, we're going to come back. Let's focus on some winners. Why don't we? Why don't we uh, put our attention up to Athens? What's the future like for Georgia? Pretty bright, but no guarantees. Triple in for Chuckery. Sports Radio 99 again. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.